<laughs> okay, so it is the almost family friendly 2021. On an Uber ride in Aaron Mack's new home in Northeast Ohio, the Jens driver spoke of his family life and love with his wife and kids. The driver then told Aaron that he also needs to find a good wife and have some kids. Aaron explained that he is homosexual and without missing a beat, the driver told him that he needs to find a good husband and have some kids. Aaron had been, Aaron had been concerned that Ohio's family-friendly disposition would also equal anti-LGBT. However, in Northeast Ohio chat group with our friends Jerry and Lab of Everything Then Some podcast and Darrell of the Library Live, Darrell told Aaron Mack, shift your perspective to in turn, shift your reality. How do you receive a place that calls itself family friendly? Why? And can family friendly equal LGBT friendly? How and when? Okay, um, my thoughts are that, you know, family friendly equals um, safe space for children. Um, you know, if you, you don't want to go to a restaurant where, like, I know like my mother wouldn't want to go to Hooters with us as a child or whatever. So I think that's what that means, like family friendly. Like you don't have to be concerned on your children catching you know, inappropriate um, images or conversations, you know, like family-like people tend to, you know, like to go to family-like places so that they know they can, you know, control the narratives of conversations and the things that their children will be viewing. And if they'll also have like those little, you know, coloring mats, you know, while the kids wait on food. Like a family friendly place um, would have those types of things, you know, to accommodate children. So I think it's about creating a safe space for children. So like, I think that's why he made a thing about Aaron starting a family um, because it is a family friendly type of, you know, area. Um, so yeah, um, I don't think it's, I, I, I've never associated family friendly as like, a hatred towards gay people. I think um, people in, like politically attack people using that type of thing or whatever. We need to have a family, um, like a family first, um, you know, type of narrative, you know, when it comes to politics because they know they can't straight out discriminate. So um, I, I think that's the only way that family is used, um, you know, as an anti-LGBT type of situation um but um rocky what do you think about the family friend situation mm -hmm. um so listen to you because I, I i when i heard the term family friend i'm like, just like what's that but listening to you it, it makes a little more sense um when he was you know some people you know what i learned especially living here in chicago when people see somebody, you know, they automatically go to the, I'm just gonna automatically assume that you're heterosexual. Do you see what I'm saying? So you'd be like, ah, I don't flow that way. You know, I'm not straight, you know. Um, you know, people start 
being like, you know what? It is different people. It's just not just straight people in this world because everybody exists in this world. So when he said family friend, I mean, you know, you can look at it as, I mean, family friendly. Um, you can, I mean, you can look at it as heterosexual, but maybe he was just like, well, you know, every, at this time, everybody's being accepted. Everybody, you know, is a little more open-minded than what they used to be back in the day. So he's just like, well, hey, you know what I mean? You're not, you, I mean, he probably simply said it like this, you know, you're not straight, so you're gay. I, I, I've seen people that were married and they're LGBTQIA or whatever, and they got children or whatnot. Hey, at the end of the day, if you decide you, you know what I mean, if you like the vagina, you like the pussy, the boy pussy, the ass, the dick, whatever you like, then just make a family. So I just think that once you told him who you were, he just came to the realization like, oh, well, I did assume maybe he was straight, but you know, since he was honest and whatnot, hey, you know what I mean? Hey man, whatever, whatever fuss you both, hey, start a family, you know? Um, which I like people like that, because I've experienced those situations where, you know, people just like, hey, you know, look at that girl right there, you know, she got a fat ass, I'm like, you know, that's not my thing. Oh, okay, well, cool, you know, and then they, you know, soften it up and they understand a little more that it's just more than just the heterosexual world that exists. And I keep it at that. Crazy, holla at me. All right, I guess we got stuck on what she was talking about. She kid, she got so stuck. Um, so <laughs> how do I receive this place that calls itself family friendly? Well, I think it ultimately coming from that standpoint of you, you know, at a place where someone's telling you about having family and being friendly. I think that when it comes from that standpoint, I I think that that's super dope to be in a place like that. And to be able to feel that comfortability enough from someone who is heterosexual. Because um, you could have flipped the script on him when you told him he was gay and he didn't, right? So I felt like in that kind of environment, the fact that, you know, in a whole other state where you don't know about it, that could have been a bad experience for you. You come in, but Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? And they, you know, <laughs> against LGBTQ, you could have had a bad experience from that one guy who was Gen Z. But that experience for you changed a lot. Like, it helped you see things differently in, you know, in, in Ohio. So I think that that's, you know, a great way to look at it because you don't hear those kind of stories. Uh, and so I think that, you know, thank you for bringing it to the show and putting it out there that, you know, it could be put in that sec. But, but I have family friendly being a father. Um, I ultimately think like kid friendly when you think family friendly. Um, when it comes to the family friendly equaling LGBT friendly, I will out right now because the LGBTs are doing too much sometimes. You know, to, you know, nothing wrong with pride and around pride month and all that. But sometimes it's too, too much. Um, too much for no reason. Um, and it's just, okay. that's the issue right there. When you're doing, when you're doing a little bit too much carrying for no reason, that's a, that's a little bit too much, especially if there's kids Everybody. around. I think there's a time and a place. And I feel like, you know, there's a time and a place and people don't respect time and a place. And that's where family friendly, kid friendly, and all those things start to cross lines. Um, but can it be? Yes. Sometimes there's issues, but yes, it can be. Back to you, Yuri. All right, Jay. So what do you think? So, um, you know what? I had an, I had a base foundation opinion about this topic, but hearing each person's perspective, I kind of have like a different like opinion. So just repeat the question for me one more time, like in a nutshell. Okay, so um, how do you receive a place that calls itself family friendly? Um, 
initially before hearing everybody's perspective, I was just thinking like, oh, a place where my family can go. But um, if we learn anything from the Trump administration, we've learned that dog whistling is a big thing, what well, was a big thing in the last four years. So when you really break down family friendly and now now I'm hearing it for the really hearing it being equated to be hearing it being equated to homophobia for the first time because this is literally the first time I've ever heard it being phrased like that. Um I'm kind of I I don't know. I'm just I'm just like kind of like shook up to be honest with you. You got me shook up here on verse TV. So it's um I would say that uh when I hear it like that, I would say that it's still the same way. It depends on what kind of service you're being, uh, you're you're having at the time. You get what I'm saying? Like if you're a home of, if you're a person of a trans experience, if you're a person of a gay experience, or if you're a person of a non-binary experience, and you go to a place that's family friendly, and you're being treated a certain kind of way that you feel is not being, like the next table isn't getting then that's when you should, when you should have concern but if you go to that place and you're being treated as an equal like for instance um chick-fil-a chick-fil-a is a place that is so christiany and that's so you know she's that holy girl that's in the classroom but behind mm-hmm. the behind the scenes she's that girl that's actually like paying girls to like you know who pay girls who's anti you know, anti-homosexual and homophobic people, you know, they're, they're paying organizations like that. So it's one of those kind of situations where you kind of have to like look at it in so many like perspectives in so many ways. So I don't want to take too much time on the topic, but uh, I would say that when I think of a place that's family friendly, I just think of a place that's who, who thinks more of the children and their experience. All right now. Well, I think I think everybody wrapped it up or 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 anybody got any last um thoughts. Okay, well silence is giving me um we're done with that. Um so <laughs> what we're gonna do is um go ahead and move on to the homos freshman 15. This comes from Gate magazine. Um, it's actually a reference um, to Laverne Cott's tweet. Um, People who work full-time should be able to make a living wage. A $15 an hour federal minimum wage is way past due. Sign the petition to ask Sen Sanders to keep the minimum wage raised in the COVID relief bill. Don't kill it, Bernie. Fight for 15. Laverne Cox is using her wonderful influence to push for a $15 minimum wage. How can we make a fair minimum wage work? In some parts of the country, $15 an hour is much more than just a living wage. Yet in other parts of the country, it's just a drop in the bucket. Is a solution to provide all 40 hour per week working adults with some bare necessities, regardless of where they live? Perhaps bare necessities, a step above basic unemployment as a means of encouraging people to stay in the workforce, perhaps including some basic childcare too. Okay. Um, I think um, the help with some bare necessities um, would be cute, but um, I don't think it would get to all the people. 
I think there will be a shortage of supplies. And then when they try to take a list of who they need to make up for, um, it's gonna be all kinds of um, issues. Like, oh, we thought this, we thought that we sent somebody back out, all those types of things. Um, in those cities where $15 is just a drop in the bucket, like I'll say somewhere like New York, um, like in New York, they have multiple programs um, that will compensate for wherever you're short. Like people say, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Um, and I was so scared of New York. I went out there and I got reduced rent because I was transgender. I got all kinds of assistance and all kinds, like I, I didn't even know I could get disability because I was trans in New York. Um, hmm. So I think in those type of areas, even though $15 is only a drop in the bucket, there's other things that make up for where you're short. Like my rent was $1,400, I was only paying 600 of it. You know, so um, yeah, I think, I think, you know, that every area finds a way to make ends meet where other places, you know, thrive with just the wage that they have. So I don't think um, necessarily, you know, I, I, I do think there should be an increase in minimum wage because some people are really pushing for people to only make $7 an hour or whatever. Like, I don't think that's fair to anybody. And I think they they're just- know. You know, I think they're concerned that these high school kids or, you know, whatever might, you know, make too much money and not consider school anymore. Um, and I, I don't think it should be that. Like, if you have, you know, wages that, you know, people will appreciate work a lot more and will look forward to educating themselves to, you know, go further or whatever, because they see, you know, where the, you know, like, people in school are getting little fast food jobs to pay for books and stuff. And like, that's crazy. They have to take extra hours up at work just to buy these $300 books. So right. yeah, you know, the wage does need to go up um, so that people who are trying to go to school and work at the same time just to pay the bills and to buy books, like that does need to change. Um, but for people who are just living alone, um, you know, just living and working, I, I mean, I think this is gonna be great for them, but it'd be even better for um, the people who are trying to multitask or whatever. But the cost of living in all different areas are different or whatever. But like I said, in other areas, there's all further up north, there is all kinds of programs, um, including California. Like there's programs that look out for the people. You just have to really utilize your community and everything that's in it or whatever. Down south is no shade. Like I found it harder to live um, mm -hmm. and I've just had to really be on my grind to make it happen. Up north, um, my life was a lot simpler and easier, um, so. You can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That is the biggest lie that you'll ever hear. So, <laughs> um, but Jay, what do you think? Thank you, Yuri. Um, I, so there's so many different, like once again, when you hear these kind of topics like through the Twitterverse or through the, you know, through these Google streets, um, you kind of like, 
you kind of have your own opinion, but when you kind of like hear it from, uh, like, you know, from when you have things like this and you hear it from other people, it's just, I didn't know it was that easy living in, not, I won't say that easy, but I didn't know it was one of those things where, you know what I mean? I didn't know that it could be easy because I, I remember like being like 17 and working at McDonald's in Miami and uh, was like, you know, I'm gonna take this last check and I'm gonna move to New York. And if Madonna can do it, bitch, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of those things where I didn't do that. My ass ended up moving to Atlanta, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, but it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, if you if if you know the, if you know the things to make life easier, that's just that's just education. You get what I'm saying? You just because you learn every day, and you know, I think I think well at 18. I'm gonna be very transparent at this moment. At 18. And I know this probably might be drifting away from the initial topic, but if it drifts too far, just let me know. Um, I remember being like 18 and going to job court in Albany, Georgia. And I think that experience really changed my life and shaped my life, right? And um, that was because I was taken from an environment that I was accustomed to and then thrown into a different environment. And then when I was thrown into that different environment, uh, I ended up meeting so many different people. And at that time I was meeting a friend um, who mom lived in a, uh, who mom worked for Delta. And I ended up, you know, working for Delta and that's how I ended up getting on job, uh, that's how I ended up um, getting on American Idol through that whole experience. And I think it's just one of those things where, uh, excuse me, repeat the question one more time because just to make sure I'm on topic again because I don't want to drift too far. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's, um, it's a solution to provide all 40 hour a week adults with some bare necessities, regardless of where they live. Um, and, you know, basically if, you know, if this $15 an hour increase would actually benefit the people, especially the ones who are in areas where the cost of living is much more expensive than, you know, some cheaper places like Georgia. I think, for instance, like you, um, like I live in Atlanta, and I have a uh, family who who live in smaller cities in Atlanta, in Georgia. Um, so I would say that it. I think that those people who cost of living, uh, in that area, like a Milledgeville or like a Sparta or whatever, in those areas, I think they sh their base pay should be fifteen dollars an hour because I feel like you don't you don't work to live you get them you don't live to work you get what i'm saying you don't mm -hmm. live to work nobody should be nobody should be working 40 hours you get what i'm saying like 40 mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying it, like life should be much simpler than what the fuck it is mm -hmm. and um mm -hmm. i i also feel like those people in those areas that live in smaller towns well y'all should get 15 hours y'all should get 15 dollars an hour but people who live in like Atlanta or live in like a Miami or because li listen, living in Miami is not that girl. Like them bitches be on Instagram flexing real hard for the gram. But living in Miami is not that girl. Like if you don't have a, a nasty coin, bitch, you're not going to survive. Bitch, you're going to be living in the hat and Google her. Okay, because you're going to be in the shelter, bitch. Like, don't be coming to Miami thinking you're going to be that bitch and thinking you're going to be Trina and shit and all these bitches on the hip hop because it's not going to go down that fucking way. Like, I really want people to understand when people say they want to go to Miami. Bitch, you want to go to Miami, bitch, you don't want to stay in Miami. Like, period. So, bitch, you want to be living in a poker bean project. Like, I want to make sure that's very clear. So, I think 
that people in those areas should make like twenty dollars an hour. $21 an hour because the cost of living once again, you don't fucking go. I don't go. I don't want to mother. First of all, I don't want to motherfucking life was not designed for me to go to motherfucking work. You bitches implemented that. That's patriarchy. Let's start off there. Okay. So I don't want, I shouldn't be already going to this motherfucker in the first place. Mm. So now that I go to, now that I got to go here, you want to pay me $7.25? Get your fucking oh. life in the words of the Scorpion show, okay? Have several seats. Well, why he said that? Say what he said. <laughs> and I, I do support Bernie Sanders for a 2025, 2024 election. I do support him for that. Even though he's going to be old as fuck, he's still going to be more co- like more in his right mind than Joe Biden is right now. And that's all I got to say on that topic. Have a good night. Have a good night. I love it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. I guess I'll answer that, Mr. Uh, never mind. Um, and, and this was to provide all 40 hour working adults with some bare necessities, regardless of where they live. I feel like, yes, you should provide. First of all, if the pandemic ain't shows you we ain't got enough, baby, then I hope you figured it out. We ain't got enough. Okay. And so, you know, places like Canada have universal healthcare and you know universities like a stipend that takes care of people like they're living and they're fine you know and, and making ends meet and people are working and things are moving um and i feel like that's what america needs to do they need to look at some of these other countries and other places that are doing things that are more cost efficient and more healthy and more happy for the people that are in the country living and not just for certain people but for all people um so what they're doing ain't good enough you know what i'm saying like 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 Jay was saying about Florida, you know, if you don't know these things, you don't know these people, you don't know the story, you know where they live and how they live, you don't know these things, you know? You're just saying, oh, you live in Florida? Based on you, you're living here, this is what it should be. You know, it's not, it's not should be some guesstimation number. It should literally be like, when I lived in Australia, they would, they would make $21 an hour to, you know, work at McDonald's. And that was just, you know, countrywide. And I was like, wow, $21 at McDonald's? What are they doing over here? I need to come over here and make some money then. But yeah. ultimately, too, the cost of living is different because they, the money, the, the, the ratio to money-wise is more, theirs is higher. But ultimately, too, like, let's just say New York. If you live in New York versus Australia, in Australia, those same apartments that people rent in New York, the persons that live there, they own it. In Australia, they don't rent. They own that shit. <laughs> okay? So it's, like, totally different. And so that's why I realized the cost of living was different because they own where they live. So... I mean, there's some, change, some things still to be made. Through this pandemic, we see we ain't got enough. We need more. Um, so universal change in America is what we need. <laughs> That's how I feel. I, so, I, I just want I, I, I to say something like, because you really said a lot, and I, I, I think it goes back to education and just really goes back to, like, just education and just learning more. People are, my, people in America are so wrapped up. I, I don't know what the fuck I, I, I've never really traveled outside of America, but girl, I really feel like a person looking from the outside in. Like people is really like blinded. Like people, like the, the, these girls are really gooped out here in America. Okay, these bitches are living real good in other fucking countries, and it's bothering me that people in America don't get that. And yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it's all right. Fear, it's gonna go on, Rocky. Rocky, Rocky, gonna finish it out. You know how I am. I'm about to. Uh-huh. Um, for me, fifteen dollars an hour would definitely do good. Cause I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm a person with a disability, couple of disabilities. Okay, I went to school for social work, right? I feel like 
sometimes I'm like underappreciated. And I'm only making like $13 an hour, okay? In Chicago, you make about $15 an hour. But when I was living in the suburbs, it was way lower than that. Cause I started at a gas station, all this other stuff. I was not making that much. But hell yeah, I mean, yeah, I got my SSI that covers like this and that, whatever. But I mean, who wants to just sit there and just pay bills? That's what bothers the fuck out of me. I don't want to just live my life just to pay bills. I want to actually live. I would like to live my life lavishly like a lot of these people that be stunning on the book. But y'all know y'all asses be leasing on Flex Shopper. Y'all be leasing on Quad Pay. Y'all be leasing on Climate and be acting like y'all to sat there spend $2,000 in one buck. Fuck y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm tired. You know, I got to get some snaps out of that. Look, I got to get some snaps out of that. I am tired of motherfuckers acting like they Yandy and uh, Ray J and all this other stuff. Y'all motherfuckers are leasing to motherfucking own. You see what I'm saying? I go on Facebook mad because I'm like, damn, why I'm not living this life? I'm sitting here having to buy these little clothes from uh, Rule 21 and shit. <laughs> you know, but yeah up the minimum wage and allow us to just live a comfortably. That's all. Just, just give us enough money to live comfortably. We all know money come and go, but as people, we have to also learn how to save. I don't know how to save because every little bit I have, I spend. But we have to learn how to save <laughs> because these motherfuckers are really ain't out here for us. You know what I mean? We sit here struggling. Gotta bust our ass for our money just be going out like this and be spending on bills. I'm tired of that type of life. Anyway. Sure, would you take That's murder she wrote. That's it. Oh my God, this topic was just so heavy. It, you heavy. know, made my spirit heavy. You know, Period. I feel like I need to eat and pray. Period. <laughs> Heavy on the eye. That's why I say that shit. Heavy on the eye. Oh, I took a church. Go ahead. I felt that in my spirit. I need you to give me a little hymn after that, Troy. Well, but well, thank, you. <laughs> thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get. Clearly, week 90. We didn't say what week it was. It's 96, right, Aaron? Is it? Week 96. Uh, right now, week 96, y'all. Uh, what you see is what you get. Thank you guys for tuning in from all over the world to the Homos Talk Show. Before we get out of here, you know, we have to uh, let you know we had a business for this episode on this particular week. So, uh, of course, it's your boy, Atro Weeks Music on uh, everything. Uh, W-E-K-E-S is how you spell it. For those of you uh, who need to know, wait, weeks is patient. So make sure you remember, Troy Weeks Music. Um, stay tuned, because I got a lot of amazing things happening outside of Verse TV, but you can find me here each and every week. Um, also, uh, <clears throat> Miss Yuri, would you tell the people where to find you and all that good stuff? Um, you can find me on um, Facebook. It's Yuridia Giselle Love. Um, it's just Yuri, Y-U-R-I-R-I-A. So it's Yuridia for the people who speak Spanish. For those who do not, um, it's Yuri, Y-U-R-I-R-I-A. And on Instagram, it's bossy underscore canon dot shooter. It's not a secret message. I like Canon cameras. You know, I film, I do photography. So canon dot right. shooter. 
bossy underscore cannon dot shit. Just like that. She's supposed to be helping me and my daddy shoot our YouTube show. Come on, Joey. I'm putting you on blast there. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right now. Uh Rocky, tell the people where to find you, Rocky. Y'all can find me on Instagram, Rocky the Chicago author. Um, I got four books out there. Look, I've been telling y'all I was gonna work on another book. This children book is just not resonating. I've been getting other ideas. <laughs> However, <laughs> I mean, cause uh -huh. motivation in these streets is just don't always be there. So I'm just being transparent with y'all. I'm a promoter, but I just don't have a motivation. However, I just got word However. today that we are reviving Mainstream Dream Chicago on YouTube, the web series I was on. I've been begged and asked to be on that motherfucker, so I just might as well just jump on the motherfucker. And I'm trying to work on music, because y'all been asking where I'm going to do music, because y'all see everybody else on the show doing music. And I'm not. I'm working on finding the right people, y'all. But, I mean, y'all find me some dudes in my Maybe I might have to come out there and be on the show with you and get you rocking on one of the episodes and let them know you're doing your music. We're going to talk about it, Rocky. Don't you worry. We're going to let them know you are here in the streets because that's how we do here at Versus TV. And last but not least, Jay Zador, tell the people where to find you on that good stuff. <clears throat> you guys can find me uh, on YouTube. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram. You guys can find me on Facebook. Everything is Jay Zador. Um, I don't. I got into a little situation on Twitter, and I haven't had my account for a couple months. But we're working on that. Okay, we're working on that. Mm. But other than that, you guys can find me on Spotify. Today, huh? Well, that's what happened on Twitter. Oh, no, I, had to, I, had to, I was trying to get the bitches out, and they couldn't take it. So they tried to get me, they tried to take me down. And they took a bit down. So I don't know if I'm going to get that account back. But when I get that account back, just follow me on Instagram until I get that account back. How about that? You guys can find my music on Spotify. You guys can find my music on uh, Apple Music. You can find my music on Tidal because you know, matter of fact, support it on Tidal because you know Tidal's black on. Shout out to Beyonce and Sean Carter, anyways. But just shout out to them. But uh, uh, other than that, you can find my music. You can find me under Jay Zedora Music. Thank you guys. Yes, and that's it, ladies and gentlemen, week 96. I'm your boy again, like I said, at Trolley's Music. You can find us everywhere at Verse TV on everything. Again, this has been the Homos Talk Show. We'll see you guys what? Next week. Verse TV, the Homos Talk Show. It's live in effect, y'all. It's your boy, Trolley's Music. It's your boy, Rocky, bringing you the Chicago heat. You already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri G. What's up? This is your boy, Jay Zador. On Verse TV. On Verse TV. Verse TV. Week 96.